This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Blood Red channel with myself, Guy Clark and Theo Squires here as we bring you reaction to Liverpool's final pre-season outing ahead of the return of Premier League action. A 3-1 win to sign off the pre-season preparations then with Roberto Firmino adding a brace to Takumi Minamino's opener for the Reds against Osasuna. Without further ado though, let's get over to Anfield and to our senior digital football journalist, Theo Squires, who was there to witness the evening's entertainment. And Theo, all the Liverpool goals coming in the first half, but the whole sort of 90 minutes was sort of great value from Jurgen Klopp's side. Yeah, definitely. Like usually when you have these sort of friendlies, you expect them to be a bit hit and miss, don't you? You don't expect teams to hit the top form. It's about getting minutes in the legs and they're usually just jointed performances because of lots of substitutions. But Liverpool have been very smart, I feel, doing these two games back to back and splitting up the squad because it's allowed players to have longer stints and it's not a case of just giving five, ten minutes here and there to some of them. And they have really benefited from it. Obviously, there was always going to be a nice little uh, buzz from having supporters back in the ground for both games, and that was the case today. But it was a case of against Bill Bouts, an impressive Liverpool performance. There were positives there with the front three linking up well. But against Osasuna, granted, aren't as good a side as Bill Bout, they took it up another notch. And when you look at the side that Jurgen Klopp put out, it is the players that had more of a point to prove to show why they should be in a starting eleven for him this season. I'm thinking of, well, uh, Kostas Simikas, we know he's probably going to start against Norwich City now after Andy Robertson's ankle injury. Even the likes of Takumi Minamino or Roberto Firmino, they all had a point to prove and they did that perfectly. And it's one, all you can ask for in pre-season games like this. Your team to play well, your players to play well and to put on a show for the fans. Young Klopp can go to bed very happy tonight. Yeah, most definitely. You mentioned Costa Simicast there. We might as well sort of jump straight into that. Andy Robertson sort of sharing on social media. Ankle ligament damage for him. It's not going to require surgery, mind. But as you say, it does open that door now. And all through pre-season, we've kind of been bigging up Simicast, saying how well he's sort of been looking and the fact that he's had time to, to bed in and this year might get more chance for some Premier League minutes. Well, he is going to start the season there, it seems. Yeah, it's ironic, isn't it? You think of all the injuries in defence last season. It's the one man who was playing every game that is now going to miss out. But it's been a long time coming for Kostas Simikas. I think it's pretty much since January when he was first linked with moves away. The talk from insiders at Liverpool is, is impressed in trading. He is doing a job. The only reason he's not getting game time is because they can't disrupt the defence anymore because of these injuries. But now they've got the centre-backs back and they can give him opportunities. Granted, he probably didn't expect to get an opportunity against Norwich on the opening day, but it'll be one he'll be willing to take with both hands and just show what he's about. It's almost like a new signing, isn't it? I know we don't like using that phrase anymore, but Liverpool fans can really see what he's about. And he has had an impressive pre-season. He showed that again today. Uh, there was a really wild shot early on where he lashed into Rosette, but at least he's there getting forward and it's not as though Robertson's known for his finishing. But more uh, realistically, it was the crossing ability, that willingness to get forward. It was a great cross from him into the box for Firmino's first goal, I believe. And he was always just racing up that line, looking to combine well with Firmino, with Minamino. Defensively, his positioning has improved too. Like At times last season, he was a bit shaky. There were a couple of moments where he had heart in mouth. Uh, I think he got out jumped for Bill Bow's goal. And there was a moment early in the second half, no, maybe in the first half, sorry, where he gave the ball straight to them when trying to play a long ball down the left. And Joe Gomez had to sprint back to recover it and just be assessed to the forward in the box. But apart from that, it was a good performance from him. 
and you want him to get mistakes out of the system now in pre-season. And from what we've seen from him in pre-season, it is better than what we saw last season. So hopefully can put in a good performance against Norwich and build on that because you'd imagine if Randy Robertson's ligament damage, then he's probably going to be out until the international break. It's one of those where we'll see how it goes, but it doesn't take, it's not a quick fix, is it? An ankle injury. They do take time to heal. You don't want to risk it. And it's one with Jurgen Klopp. Well, if Sumikas is there doing a job, he doesn't need to rush Robertson back. So, so far, so good. Yeah, and we know what it's like with the Liverpool as well, with it not needing surgery and him sort of saying it's going to be a case of resting. These can quickly turn into long-term injuries, albeit we hope that isn't the case for, for Andy Robertson. I think Simicast as well would have done well to be out-jumped for the Bilbao goal, given the Reds were playing Osasuna tonight. But I'll give you, know you that one, You know what I mean. I'll, I'll give you that one. It's been a, been a long pre-season for you. Uh, in terms of top end of the pitch, then Roberto Firmino wearing the captain's armband and a couple of goals for him. He's been away during the summer, but he looks as though he's absolutely bang up for the start of the new season. It's one where we said pretty much for the last 18 months, he is the player Liverpool have that misses the fans most. And I think that has been the case of the times where they did have the fans last season, even though it was only like 10,000 here and there. He probably played better than he had without them. And then well, if this is what he's going to do with 40,000. What's he going to do with 65,000? It was a really great performance from him where it's got all the, the tricks, the flicks, the little pirouettes, what you expect to see from Roberto Firmino, the passing, the link-up play with his teammates. But it's something that he provided that he hasn't shown, and that is that finishing, that poacher's instinct, that composure in front of goal. And it's what Liverpool have missed. They haven't needed him to be spectacular in front of goal. When they've been lacking goals, they've just needed someone to put it in the back of the net. And that's what he has done tonight. It was a great run for his first, getting on the end of Simicass's uh, cross for the second. Good composure, bringing the ball down on his chest and prodding it past the keeper. In the past, how many times would we have seen him get outdone by his own jump and try and take an extra touch and keepers managed to rush out and take it off his toes? But he's got those two goals. That's what he needed. I think yesterday, you'd have been assuming that the front three that played against Bilbao, got the team right that time, Guy, would have been the three that would start against Norwich. But now you're thinking, well, Firmino's proven that he's still here. He's not start of a natural decline if this is a sign of things to come. Because they're all the same age, aren't they? You think Masadio Mane as well, was it last season a decline or was it just they were burnt out, they were struggling without the fans? Well, both of them responded in good fashion here. And it's well tough decisions for Jurgen Klopp to make. Like if this wasn't for Firmino coming back later from international football, he probably would have had more chances in a first choice front three with Salah and Mane. But that's what he wants, doesn't he? Klopp wants this competition for places. It's why they brought Yotta in, so they doesn't have the, the same front three each week. It's why the issue with Divock Origi is he doesn't offer that same quality in attack. And it's what you want to see. Like I think the only senior striker not to score in preseason is Mohamed Salah. Now, that's not something to worry about because it's like three years since he scored in preseason, and we know what he's done in that time since. But it's what you want. All your strikers getting goals on the score, getting goals on the boots early on, showing what they're about, staking their claim, and showing that it isn't just a case of Salah, Mane, Firmino, that all these players can do a job up front against Norwich City and for the rest of the season. What about Takumi Minamino? Because he seems to be sort of going along quite nicely through preseason. What is it? Three in his last. Three now for him, Herta, Bologna and, and tonight as well. And I mean, maybe might it might have been going wide to take a deflection to sort of take it in. But he was involved certainly in the third goal as well with the assists for it as well. And seems to really, I know we've said this a number of times, have found himself a bit of a home on that left-hand side. That seems to be where we see the best of him. 
yeah, I'm going to point out the Community Shield against Arsenal last year because I think I'm, you're going to love that one so far, even though you did about the win. But, uh, he's always looked good in that sort of position and he, he did link up well with Firmino. What was telling for me, I think, today was from the goal, he it was in a 50-50 with the defender and I was just assuming him to get shrugged off it, to be honest, because that's what we've seen from him throughout his time at Liverpool, not being strong enough on the ball and being shoved around. But he managed to hold his ground well and get, yeah, it was deflected, but he still got his goal. Um, probably could have scored minutes earlier after I think it was racing onto a great through ball from Canate. Keeper did a good save to deny him that time. But he's looking lively and he's looking consistent. And that's not what we've been able to see from him throughout. He's had excuses for his mismatch of a start for Liverpool. What with the pandemic coming mid-season and everything. But I think as Liverpool insiders have said, well, this is a time for him to get a full pre-season under his belt. To really link up with this team, link up with this squad and get his feet under the table. There have been uh, question marks over his future, whether he could be moved on, whether Southampton would want him back. But he's shown what he's about. He's state his claim really well and when you've got that cloud hanging over your head of Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah have got a couple of nations in January he's shown that he could step into that front three as an alternative to them only question mark for him now is if Liverpool go and sign another forward does he drop further down that pecking order it's at the moment he's fifth choice at best but he's still shown that he's got goals in his boots he's still shown that he's got the talent and that he can make an impact for this Liverpool team yeah, okay. Yeah, last sort of, I suppose, real highlights I, I wanted to mention was Ibrahima Kanate's sort of first run out in front of the fans at Anfield. And also young Kai Gordon, certainly the first half an hour, he seemed to be getting onto absolutely everything, but just couldn't quite get himself a, a goal, whether it be the, the finishing or the offside flag letting him down. Yeah, he, he's rapid, isn't he? A number of yeah. times he got in down that right-hand side, finding himself one-on-one or up against the defender. He's, like, he's only 16 and he's starting in this Liverpool team. He started in this team ahead of Origi tonight. And granted, we've got the question marks over his future, but that's a big call from the manager to give him that sign of faith. And whether it's a sign that he's going to get the odd League Cup appearance or it's just giving him that taste for him to cling on to and want more of him in the future, it's still very promising. Uh, he's linking up with his teammates well. Probably should have scored. He had one chance or he's one-on-one. I think the whole ground expected it to nestle in that bottom corner and for it to float just wide. But it's still a lively performance. And we need to remember he is just 16. He's going to have games where he's in and out. He's going to have natural dips where he doesn't look like he's up to it as much as he has in the past. But there's that similarity to Harvey Elliott when he first joined the club, where if you did a YouTube show reel, He'd look a proper quality player. He can show all his glimpses and talent. But then there are going to be spells in the game where he drifts out. He did after that first half an hour. But then you look at Harvey Elliott now, two years on, and think, well, where could Kay Gordon be in two years if he can follow that same path? We know he was highly rated. That's why Liverpool signed him in January. But here he's in the first team, granted only in pre-season after, what, half a year. So it's great sign and more for him to come. And then on Canate... Well, he looks so good and doesn't he as well. He's pretty much got everything you want in a centre-back. Like today, he's not really been challenged too much defensively, but he's shown his recovery pace. He's shown his power. He's shown his ability in the air. And he's got a hell of a pass on him as well. Uh, All these times we've seen Van Dijk spray it. He's like, oh, Canate can do that as well. Some great through balls, some great chip through balls as well. And it's like, well, maybe now if they have a scenario where Van Dijk can't play every week, they can just give it Canate and he'll pick out the forwards at ease as well. So really promising first Anfield appearance from him. Yeah, I think that was a big thing that stuck out for me about Canate tonight was we've seen that pace through the course of pre-season, but the passing really on show tonight and it was impressive. The one blot on the copybook then for 
Jurgen Klopp tonight was Curtis Jones having to come off in the first half, a heavy collision to the head and the Reds taking no chances, of course, with it being pre-season. But Ben Woodburn came on in his place, didn't look out of place in that midfield either. No, he didn't. It's one where Ben Woodburn's career has stalled somewhat in the last couple of years. But it's been because of injuries. Like He's gone out on loan and it's never really happened for him. The fact that he wasn't even in contention for the, the Wales squad for Euro 2020 showed how far his star has fallen in the past couple of years. But he was still Liverpool's youngest ever goal scorer. He still showed enough talent to be in that team at such a young age. Granted, in the last couple of years, he's dropped out and he's been more in the under-23s when he has been with the, the club. But he's got himself back into the reckoning or in the second half of last season. And he's impressed tonight. He's like good hour under his belt. He impressed yesterday as well. But he looks so confident on the ball. And it's not something you've been seeing from him when he's been out on loan. Like he's passing it one and he doesn't look out of place. It's one where, well, what do Liverpool do with him now? Because we expected him to move on. We expected there to be interest. But could he do a job? He's homegrown. He's a good option there. It's whether he's going to get the game time that he deserves. And it might be one where it's probably not going to happen for him at Liverpool now. But he's done enough to show that he could have a decent career elsewhere. And then at the same time, never say never. Like Nat Phillips would have been saying the exact same thing about him last summer. And then look at the season he had. Granted, it would take a hell of an injury crisis for Klopp to be turned into Ben Woodburn in a Premier League or Champions League game. But he's still shown what he's about. And then just touching on Curtis Jones. He, he was in the wars a bit. Jürgen Klopp wasn't happy that he'd taken a few heavy blows. Um, he had received long treatment before that for one late challenge. And then... The second one, it's a push in the back and then the knees hit him in the head as he's gone down. Um, I think in the Premier League, he could have been taken off anyway because, you know, those concussion substitutes now, it's always a precaution. You don't want to risk it. And then the friendly just makes no sense risking it. Um, he's probably been, if you want to call him a loser of pre-season, one of them, not because he's played badly or anything, but because you've seen Harvey Elliott jump ahead of him in the pecking order. The fact that he's been in, it's not a B team, but the second choice team for this one, he's always seen... Elliot as first choice in midfield just shows the competition he's going to have to compete with here. But like, like I was just saying about Cade Gordon, he's still a young player. They do go through these ups and downs and then it's about finding that consistency. Um, I'm sure he'll get a chance to show his talent again in the near future. Hopefully it isn't a concussion and then he's fine for Norwich. But then if it's one of those, he might have to miss the opening day. Just depends how hard a blow he took to the head. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how it did play out. But yeah, it was good to see uh, Ben Woodburn actually with a, a number of minutes under his belt, as you say, Theo. May well not be the man that Jurgen Klopp turns to this season. But of course, being Liverpool's youngest scorer as he was when he, he got his first goal for the club, it is great to have seen him even for fleeting moments through pre-season. Anyway, there'll be more reaction to the 3-1 win over Osasuna and building up towards the start of the new Premier League season in tomorrow's edition of the Blood Rip podcast. But from myself, Guy Clark and Theo Squires, thanks for your time and your company. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.